rolling and the sound is rolling. Hello, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew. This week is for thir- fri- Thursday, the Friday, the September the 18th on today's episode. We got, I'm just uh, doing this one again. No mic, or I mean, no fucking camera. You can't do a podcast with no mic. That would make no sense, right? If you podcast with no mic, then you're a man screaming into the light. Yeah. A podcast with no mic is just a man ranting and rambling. That's funny. That <laughs> I podcasted with this guy last night. Uh, yeah, we didn't like record it or anything. So you just mean a fucking conversation. <laughs> but when two comedians talk, it is a podcast. Um, hi. Uh, check. Does this sound nicer in your ears? Uh, let me know at uh let me know on the discord server or whatever or send me a message if this sounds nicer on your ears because i got the S- the sure sm7b with the cl1 cloud lifter into the Focusrite scarlet 2i2 into adobe audition um with my new sennheiser hd 280 pro headphones man so we're fucking fully set up on the radio shit here man we're supposed to buy a a, a, a yeti a blue yeti and those those fucking mics suck. <laughs> I wasn't about to spend 200 bucks on a USB microphone. So what I did was I spent $700 on a SM7B. Well, no, actually, I already had the 7B from before. Remember when I tried it that one time, but I didn't like it because I liked holding the mic. But now that the Thursday podcast is just audio, it's, uh, I figured it'd be nice to like just set up the, the fucking... 7b and just get that i got a cloud lifter man which is this thing that adds like 25 decibels of gain to the to the 7b which is good because it it has notoriously low gain on it actually i should fuck around with some of these settings on the back too they got some like eq and like roll off settings on the back of the mic too but this mic is sick man this mic is the mic that um michael jackson used to record uh what the fuck was it sm7b michael jackson this is nice this is what i like about doing the thursday one not on camera is that i can do oh you know what i will do i'm gonna start recording it right now though for the for the fucking whoa i look fucking weird there we go (laughs) okay recording the video now okay cool now i'm recording a video what's up patreons okay so now i'm recording a video for them uh for the patreon okay cool so, what am I Googling here? What the fuck was I just about to Google? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. SM7B. Okay, so this is the microphone. SM7B Michael Jackson. This fucking guy recorded... What song was it? It was used for Michael Jackson's vocals on... Why can nobody tell me the answer? Oh, on Thriller. Yeah, okay. So it was used on Thriller, man. So this is the same mic and also James Hetfield of Metallica. He cuts all his demos for their like vocal, the vocal demos for their tracks with this same microphone. And it's funny because <laughs> I listened to their a Sonic, a Song Exploder, which is a podcast about like uh, musicians who talk about their, um, their, the way they write their songs and shit. And he was like, the way they were talking about him writing songs, he's like, yeah, my voice is like a percussive instrument. Like, it's not about the lyrics or about the melody or the singing. It's just like, <laughs> so when, he, when they write songs, he just, 
like Lars Ulrich is talking about, he's like, so, uh, uh actually go, uh, we're going to kick you in the testicles so hard tonight, Lars Ulrich. And, uh, what we do is we actually like to like write cycles of songs. Uh, so we'll like write a cycle. And then, so what they do is they write their little riff and then they write their fucking second little riff and then they write their third little riff and then the drums and then they put it all together and then they got the one, two, three riff that goes in like a cycle. Like if you're a Metallica fan, this would make complete sense to you. And then they fucking, and then once they got all that, then they throw down his vocal track. But what Hetfield does is like, they, they don't even start with lyrics or anything. He just listens to it. And then he's just like, Oh, I'm clipping this one fucking hard. Okay. Well, that's okay. Um, we'll, we'll fix that in post. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they just fucking and then once he hang gets a like a hang or something they that he feels like sounds good like like when he finds like something riggy diggies that he likes then they start to put words to it and then they'll be like okay hey, what's like something metal we can write about like <laughs> so it'll be like and then they'll be like fucking and then they'll th try to think of something metal like Dead Sea. Oh, come on to the fucker fucker sea. <laughs> it's like such this like backwards way of. I mean, there. I guess there is no good way or wrong way or right way to write songs, but it just seems funny to me to write songs in that way. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny. That's actually probably a good way to be writing songs because you're getting the version that is first coming to you you know first coming to your heart and i think that's important is that you get that version down the first thing you're like quoting your own heart and you get that version down and then uh and then you kind of add the lyrics to it because not everybody's fucking you know james taylor's sitting around like Ooh, and i'm a sad little boy and i got my guitar to play and i'm a sandbox little boy and <laughs> you know what i mean like you gotta fucking Song Exploder is actually a pretty sick podcast to listen to. They go into like quite a bit of like there's some good musicians on there like um Rivers Cuomo from Weezer goes into how he writes songs. That guy is a fucking nerd, man. What he'll do to write songs is like he he thinks uh whatever uh, he's got like folders of words and phrases and he's got them arranged by their syllables. So it's like if he hears a phrase like uh, never been down the road. He'll be like, never been down the road. He's like, never been down the road. That's like a six syllable. So then he'll put that phrase into his folder of six syllables. And then he does it kind of almost in the same way as the Hetfield where he'll like sing the melody like, I don't know why I fucking put that, whatever song that is, like graduation or whatever. Or no, I don't know what it is. Um, excuse my drink of water. That was probably loud. Um, he fucking, uh, and then, so then he'll come up with this little melody and then he'll be like, Hey, like that's like a six syllable. And then he'll go into his like little nerd book of like six syllables, like whichever ones are like the most amount of syllables that like fit his like thing. That doesn't make any sense what I'm talking about right now. Okay, we're just going to move right along. I don't have the piano plugged in right now because I think it was causing like a fucking... Was it? Did the podcast sound weird last week? I think there was like a... It's like... Ring! Like this whole fucking... Ring! Like throughout the whole thing. Um, I don't know. Okay, cool. So... Let's go to... 
fucking I don't have the piano, so we'll go boom ding ding 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 boom ding bong boom time for big news with Drew. Okay, big news. Uh this is a this is I'm gonna go off on this fucking story because it sounds innocent at first. Class ring lost while water skiing returned 49 years later. And you look at that headline, you're like, well, that's nice. Some guy lost his class ring, and then 50 years later, he gets it. But here's the story. Uh, A New York State man who lost his class ring while water skiing was reunited with his item 49 years later. But this is where it gets custody. The Sullivan County Sheriff's Office said he lost his ring in 1971. And then a, in the lake, and then a guy who owns the marina um, was mu- uh, was mucking the lake when it was drained, and then they found the ring in the 80s. So the ring was found like 10 years after it was lost, and then they're like, oh, what the fuck? It was the, like, you know, you just got this ring. There's no internet or none of that shit. So then they just held on to it until 2005 when the lake was drained again and then that reminded buddy he's like oh yeah i got that fucking ring from the last time that we drained that and so then what he did was he's like i'm just gonna give that to the cops as if like that's something for the police to take care of so he gives the ring to the cops and this is where it gets super fucked it pisses me off is that the the ring was left in an evidence locker until this year, which is where it should have been left. Somebody gives you a fucking piece of metal and says, I don't know who this is. The co- Why does that have anything to do with the cops? And then, so they left it in the evidence locker until COVID-19 started when deputies started delving into cold cases amid the, amid the COVID-19 pandemic. So these cops are so fucking bored that they're like going into cold they're like why don't we try to like solve the shit that we never really figured out and then rather than working on like murders or like missing kids or fucking like theft of property they're like let's try to get this ring back to some guy so then the the ship enlisted the help of sheriff's detective or detective sergeant jason gore a member of the fbi who used new databases to narrow down the list of potential ring owners to a single name. And that James Newman, who now lives in Atlanta. And then they called him and he's like, he was shocked. He forgot about the ring and couldn't believe that it was found. This guy was like, these guys are calling in the fucking FBI to figure out whose ring this is. And this guy's just sitting there in Atlanta like, oh yeah, fuck. I was pretty wasted when I was water skiing there. Man, remember the 70s? <laughs> and then the sheriff is he tries to justify all the effort he goes a graduation ring has great sentimental value it was gratifying to be able to return it to the owner after all these years was it is that how you get your gratification you stupid fucking cop <laughs> that is what's wrong man that is and that's what we talk about when we talk about defund the police why the fuck is why is anybody involved in this story? This is like burn after reading. Like none of this is important. There's no reason for any of it to happen. The guy lost his ring. Fuck it. The guy who found it should have been like, well, there you go. So fuck the cops for, for doing that for sure. Always. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, I also wanted to, one more thing I wanted to talk about before we were done for today is that King Todd sent me another, uh, package. And I want to say thank you to shout out to kingtutscannabis.com. I, um, the Thursday one's not video, so I didn't, I didn't save it for a dopening. But inside was an ounce of uh, Blue Rhino, which is the shit. 
and uh, there was uh, some THC uh, uh, tincture, like fucking drop droppies, lemon flavored. So now I got lemon and mango. And then uh, there was like this like fucking heroin needle of oil, <laughs> which if you're on Patreon, you can see this. There's this heroin needle of oil and then this little fucking blue thing to juice it up with or to, you know, and then so I'm going to that's for getting secret stoned. And um, <laughs> and then what the reason why I brought this up is because we've been rocking this promo code now for, I don't know, I want to say six months or something like that, maybe longer. And uh, and uh, King Tut told me that the promo code has been used 111 times. <laughs> Which is a lot. Like, uh, that doesn't, like, if... <laughs> and he only sells ounces, really, too. So I did the math on that. 111 ounces. Um, <laughs> if you guys all bought an ounce, which most of you, like, we'll say, like, most people probably did. So we'll give, like, maybe, like, a 10%, whatever. So 11 orders. We'll say 100 ounces. 100 ounces you guys bought. <laughs> So if there's a QP is four ounces, every 16 ounces is a pound. Um, and then uh, how many you would need fucking eight. That's like eight to nine pounds of weed you guys have bought in six months. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's a fuck ton of dope to be smoked. It makes me think I should just be selling you the weed. <laughs> if you guys are going to be buying that much fucking weed off King Tut. Um, I mean, which is awesome. And a shout out always King Tots and I'm never going to turn into a weed dealer myself. So I, <laughs> but I, and I want, I mean, someone's got to reap the, the benefits of the sheer amount of dope that you guys fucking smoke. And I can't imagine that it's like, it's got to only be like 15 of you guys who are just pumping that code. <laughs> so anyways, fucking a, uh, I wanted to say thank you on behalf of me. Cause King Tuts hooks it up every month. And, uh, on behalf of King Tut for buying a f eight pounds of dope in six months. <laughs> I appreciate you guys, man. So thank you. So go to kingtutscannabis.com like you have been. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order at checkout. And uh, sign up for their uh, mailing list because they always send out when they're doing the promos. They're not. It's not like annoying. It's like, um, it's like tr sales. They're like letting you know that we're doing sales. They're not like hitting you up like, oh, this week fucking you know what this way you can do with your kush like they're straight up like yo we're about to run out of ounces <laughs> so you better get on this all right fucking a i'm liking this uh adobe audition and uh oh did i not record this was that just a picture that i took what oh my god i thought i was recording a whole video for the patreons and it was only seven seconds how the fuck did that happen? Okay, well, never mind. Sorry, guys. <laughs> fuck, I'm stupid. Okay, that's okay. Well, uh, we'll just put the music right here and shut her down. Hopefully the podcast sounds good in your ears. And we'll go back to Monday and Thursday. <laughs> I just did fucking Tuesday and Friday this week because I'm a number one stunner. But you still got two podcasts this week. That's pretty good, right? Okay, good. Thank you. Okay. <laughs>
Ooh, 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 tickle.